0: It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you coming. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. and Caroline B. This is the Midweek Special. This is where Caroline and I, we just kind of ramble and rant about (laughs) things going on in the middle of the week. And then, of course, we'll talk about... What's happening on Saturday? Hello, Caroline.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome, Midweek.
0: No, kid, man. I I, I need a break, and I'm heading out on vacation for a couple of days, which will be awesome. But what a busy weekend for me. I had Friday night. I had the uh, Chris Stapleton concert. Saturday, went out and watched the NASCAR Xfinity car road race out in the rain, and then went and saw Top Gun. On Saturday night.
1: Now I'm heading off to the
0: beach for a couple days.
1: Top Gun. I don't agree. Everybody else thinks it's so great. I thought the beginning was totally boring. so
0: much better than the first one. So much better than the first one. I think it's so good.
1: See, But I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was slow. I liked the ending. The beginning was boring. I could have like fallen asleep and then the middle got good and then the end. It
0: had me hooked in from start to finish. God. And
1: the love story. See, I'm a love story person, and that was just not oh, a yeah, love see, story.
0: I don't I don't I I don't, don't want to make a uh I don't want to make Top Gun into a rom com. <laughs> Penny Benjamin. No. I thought it was amazing. See I thought it was amazing. See, there's the difference. <laughs> well, obviously a lot of people think it's amazing because it's breaking records on week one and week two.
1: Oh, throw me under the bus, why don't you? They, they I, don't know it's going to be the way it is until they show up. <laughs> I showed up. I just. The rumor. I mean, week two,
0: they say if <laughs> week two, they've heard everybody talk about it, right? Yeah. PR. It's all PR. It's ah, so okay. great. The greatest movie ever. <laughs> See, there we go. Speaking of that. Oh, man. So anyway, w- r- racing was awesome. You know, typical Portland spring where we had rain all through the race, which made it for pretty good bumper cars. Had a great time there. But now that it's summertime, I want to talk about this. They released today salt and straw, which is here in my area. They are always mentioned by, like, Oprah and all the stuff out there is the, you know, the the luxury ice cream. And we have these salt Mm. and straw places. They're known for the wacky flavors that taste good. Mm. So here is the first one that they have. And this is kind of meant for taking out on your picnic. You know, this is their picnic. Cinnamon Design. and honey fried chicken. Oh, yum. Slightly savory <laughs> and spiced with sudden pops of crackling texture. The ice oh. cream brings together an unprecedented marriage of ice cream and fried chicken. You didn't think you even needed it until you tied this. So we they start with fresh croissants mm. torn into bits. <gasps> deep fried chicken fat till crispy. Perf- so they take the deep oh. fried chicken fat. So you got the crust like. You know, like when you get KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, you have the chunks of... Of course. That's the, all the little grizzle. nuggets in grizzles. Yes, that's my in favorite. In the middle of it.
1: Oh, my God.
0: In the middle of vanilla ice cream. And then they got a little heat in there to make it a little spicy. And it's made with a Fried Chicken, which is another Portland favorite here. That's uh, Oprah's favorite fried chicken place in the country.
1: This is starting to sound like Eric's Meals. Like... Pineapple mixed with sriracha, mixed with a little yeah, you know, tri-tip. You could make your own ice cream, Eric.
0: So the next one, chocolate, nasino, cherry pie. Oh so yeah. they've got chocolate chocolate ice cream spiked with nasino brandy and hunks of rustic cherry slab pie. Let's you turn your phone off. And
1: somebody's <laughs> calling me. Sorry guys. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs>
0: So it's got, it's very cool. So it's basically brandy and rustic cherry pie slab all mixed in. It's pretty, my, oh man, here we go. It's got my, I have this favorite liqueur that I put in my, it's a a walnut liqueur that I put in my whiskey drinks. It has my favorite stone barn distillery, three-year aged green walnut liqueur. Oh, with Oregon walnuts in it. I'm sold. There's my new one. I got to go to the store and get that today.
1: See, all I think is when I hear walnut, I get migraines from walnuts, so I'm like, oh, oh that's it's just a massive headache.
0: So don't go too much d- dive deep. I'll give you the three other flavors. Deviled egg custard and smoked black tea. Nah, devil Pink egg. rosé and water uh, melon sorbet. That sounds good. And then baked brie and fig cheesecake.
1: My God, this is amazing.
0: Yeah, and these What's just, the you get them in bites. What's the website? Saltandstraw.com.
1: It's amazing. Get
0: some ice cream people. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's incredible. So good. So good. So I was talking to my buddy. Uh, I went to high school with him. I'm going to leave names out of this just because in cities, because um, we don't want listeners. If we're talking about somebody that's listening, we don't want to make this personal if you know what I mean. Mm. So he moved into a development and the houses are pretty close together. You know how these new homing developments are where they come Mm -hmm. in and, and, and put a bunch of homes in, and they're small lots. And so he's had this battle with this 80-year-old-esque next-door neighbor. <laughs> From her walking out in the backyard and throwing bird seed all over the backyard and the rats <laughs> and the rodents. Nice. To putting all these bird feeders on the fence, which when you put all that many bird feeders, he ends up having bird poop all over his deck and everything else, because they're all hanging around there. Well, now she's been coming over and knocking on his door and freaking out because he has a uh, fire pit in the backyard and she doesn't like the smoke. Mm -hmm. So now they've got multiple HOA complaints going back and forth because the HOA is involved and there's no rules against that, but She's mounted all this stuff up above the top of the fence, like an old bed frame to climb roses up on, which you can't have. And so I'm watching this battle royale between two neighbors and the HOA. And I think on those situations, everyone is going to lose.
1: That's terrible. So what's her gripe though? So her gripe is she doesn't want smoke, but she's allowed to get attract birds which cause bird mites and let me tell you if you get bird mites in your home you'll be calling me you'll end up with bites all over your body so Ooh. birds actually carry mites that can be really really highly um infest and in, in just cause infestations in your home but anyway so what's her gripe she doesn't want smoke and and she she's doesn't just like him out
0: there with the fire pit and so she was co- complaining that i guess in that county the fire pit has to be um, if it's within 15 feet of a fence, it has to be that wood fence has to have like a, a metal piece on it to keep it from burning. Am my, it's a smoke, a fire pit, 15 feet, really. But <laughs> anyway, there's, I don't think the backyard has 15 feet on it. So that's kind of the issue, but, uh, he's in the middle of this battle royale with him and, and she comes over and, and, uh, knocks on the door and starts screaming. They've asked, they've actually called the police. It's getting to be interesting, and I feel bad for everybody involved, but everybody be good with your neighbors out there. Figure stuff out. Talk it out. Don't have these kind of battles because it's life is too stressful by itself it to is. put in the battle with the neighbors. I have the best neighbors in the world. I love my neighbors here. And uh, when you have bad neighbors or a bad relationship with the neighbor, maybe you're the bad neighbor, but it's one of those things. Just everybody be cool and get along.
1: Yeah, now that sounds not enjoyable.
0: Not enjoyable. One thing that's enjoyable is I'm watching Lumber Futures Prices.
1: Mm-hmm. Coming down. Crashing. Coming down.
0: Awesome. Like as of right now at recording here on the seventh of June. Man, down to five eighty nine at this moment.
1: I feel like I'm gambling or like playing the lottery. I'm like, come on, guys, because I got to build a deck, and I'm waiting till it like hits oh, yeah. rock bottom. I need it.
0: I need we it are. Cheap. This is the lowest it's been. Let me look here and see what's our what's our annual. So our annual. Man, we're looking good here. Yeah, that this is. Um, yeah, the low. So here's the range, and this this is on like a thousand board feet of lumber. The lowest it's been in the last year in 52 weeks, 448. The highest, 1,477. Now we're back down to 591, where in March 3rd, we were at 1,465. Keep coming. So, what that keep coming. That's where we get back into that, you know, a few bucks for a two by four or. Eight or nine bucks for for OSB versus thirty.
1: Remember when it was seventy eight dollars for a piece of OSB and plywood? Oh
0: yeah, I mean it's crazy how much. Now now keep in mind let's let's talk about how lumber futures prices work for a minute. This does not affect all lumber, but it's really the commodity based stuff. So it's your two by fours, your two by sixes, and you know that's the stuff that it really starts to affect in framing. So this is not maybe your finished oak plywood mm-hmm. but when you look at that so right like right now, for instance, a sheet of OSB at my home Depot is 28 bucks and 25 cents. Now calm. this stuff here was bought a month ago, right? So yep. it was on the future prices for a month ago. So if I do that and go back and look at how that affects things a month ago, Our lumber future prices were double what they were now. So I would expect to see, you know, we're going to be back down. $12 plywood? Yeah, we'll see $12 plywood at this pace by the end of summer. Because I think that's August, September delivery. So you kind of get an idea of where that's at. So as soon as we burn through the inventory that we have, that's kind of how that works.
1: So I should plan to build my deck in like September, October.
0: Uh-huh. That's where you're going to see that stuff going down.
1: Mm.
0: So I'm excited about that. That's going to be cool. And then uh, oh, there was another recall that I caught too out there. If you've got an Electrolux refrigerator with ice maker, mm. take a look at it. Uh they're putting uh there's some failures in the parts in the ice maker, and it's putting plastic in the ice. <laughs> Oh my gosh. they would be calling be me a choking or injury hazard. Yeah.
1: Don't do that. I've choked on plastic before. It's not a good plan.
0: That's not, not good. Um, not but good. speaking of
1: the lumber prices going down, I filled up with the gas pump this morning, $5 oh. and eight cents a gallon. So we've got low building with high gas. This
0: is so bad. it's bad. I wish I could fill up for, I think I'm at uh five fifty a gallon or so here. 540 a gallon here on gas. So uh, you're about 50 cents cheaper a gallon than we are.
1: The only reason we're cheaper is because we've got a, Newark's got a big petroleum hub and same with like, if you're down by Texas, Houston area, um, Austin, those places tend to be a little bit cheaper too. But I heard San Francisco this morning, $7 a gallon. And I know there's a couple places in California where it's $10 a gallon, but like those are small, like boutique-y kind of, places where there aren't many gas stations but yeah $7 a gallon in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, up the street here at my Shell Chevron, you know, the big the big ones, um, about $5. 555 556 a gallon is where that's at. I went and filled up my SUV, which is diesel, on Sunday and that was insane because usually it's 50 55 bucks to fill that thing up and it was 120 bucks to fill that thing up at five sixty-nine a gallon of diesel at Costco. And that's the cheapest diesel I can get around.
1: And they're saying that they don't really they thought that this was going to affect the vacation season per se, but because we had been so backed up because of the pandemic, people are still taking these trips. So it'll be interesting to see where this hits us, like how it affects society. Cause I mean, you can't expect something to go to ten dollars a gallon without implication, right?
0: You know what'll happen is you'll have people going out a little bit less, which means that'll hurt restaurants. Maybe a less concert or two. You know, I, I feel I've bad, bad for these was, res-
1: the poor restaurant people. They got killed during the pandemic. Now they're going to get killed during the gas gas uh, price increases. That's insane. Well, insane. yeah,
0: it's it's insane. You know, and the problem is, is now you're going to see though. Think about how that affects stuff. So anything you're getting trucked, of course, it's expensive. But even your your Uber ride to the airport or you know, ordering food for takeout to have it delivered to your house. You know, when you mm-hmm. when you double their cost, that's going to be expensive.
1: Watch out, people.
0: Tighten those wallets. Here's my little prediction, and I am not, this is not financial advice, so don't take it as that because I'm not licensed or insured for that. But here's my best guess what we're going to see right now. We're going to see in many, generally across the U.S., we're going to see new home construction come grinding to a halt and get slower because we've seen interest rates. I mean, we'll see interest rates on homes. I think by the, in the next year, if we're not careful, it'll be eight, nine,
1: 10%. I know we haven't seen that for such a long time. Yeah, you know? exactly. People are so used to this three, four, even 2% interest rate. So, so think I don't about,
0: know. think about this and, and I don't want to sound, this is just easy math. So bear with me. If you were, looking at a million dollar house. Okay. And in many metropolitan areas, a million dollar house isn't a lot of house, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, our, my house, my neighborhood here doesn't have the biggest, craziest houses, but it's expensive. There's a lot of million dollar houses that are 2200 square foot houses that are, that are on a less than a quarter acre size lot. That's a very generic normal house. It's just an expensive neighborhood. But if you think about what the interest rates have done over the last couple months to that, that has added with your typical like 20% down payment, nothing crazy. And you're going to finance that house that has added about a thousand dollars to the monthly house payment.
1: And you're looking, we were just looking at like, if you're paying, let's just say $600,000 for a house, Mm -hmm. that your monthly payment will be around $5,000 a month. Depending yeah. on, you know, your taxes and all of that, but you're looking at 5000 a month for, and that's not a big house. I mean, that's not, you know, here, a $600,000 house is not anything um, big or large. You know, it's an average house.
0: So I think what you're going to see is you're still going to have see people moving out of crime areas. You're going to see families moving out of crime areas, going to the burbs, getting places that they can raise their family and feel safer. But I think what you're going to see, and we're seeing that in my neighborhood now, But nationally, I think you're going to see people going into remodeling a lot more and maybe not moving because they're looking at the interest rate going, wow, you know, when I bought this house or had it refied, I'm at three and a half percent or three percent on this mortgage. Wow. If I go, if I move, I'm going to be at eight, nine, 10 percent. No, that's not, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to make this house beautiful, amazing, awesome. And then when interest rates come back down again, then we'll move. No,
1: it's so good for us. So there's going to be more people wanting to listen to home improvement podcasts and radio shows because we're going to show you how to make it hot in there. Make it good. Your house is going to be sexy.
0: Don't don't follow those flipping shows. Those are the ones that are trying to get a couple dollars out. But we're going to help you get that through and make sure that we've got everything done correctly so you can enjoy it. And more importantly, you can do it right so you get the money back out of some of that when you go to sell it down the road. All and, right, oh, we got to
1: find- One more thing we got to touch on. And Eric, we're going to do more on this because both of us don't know. I know someone who bought a hydrogen car in San Francisco.
0: I wow. think this is exciting.
1: And, the, and, and you get six years free. They give you a card and basically, I don't know where you go to get hydrogen, but in San Francisco, I guess they have stations. But if you purchase a car, the incentives are insane. You get six years free gas if you get a hydrogen car right now.
0: You know what my biggest concern is
1: on that? I don't know, but do you know this for sure? Like, do we know that these new cars blow up? That's what I thought too. It was my first, <laughs> my first thought was that car is going to blow up, but
0: I don't know. I mean, here's my—it's something I'm worried about. I mean, that's that's my concern, right? I mean, you look at—it's flammable. It's a gas, right? mm Hmm. You know, of course you've got gasoline that's flammable and you you see cars running around on propane. You see them running on natural gas, but that, that makes me nervous. That makes me nervous. You know, I mean, it's, it's mm.
1: food for thought though. You know, what makes me nervous thinking about charging my electric car while I'm sitting in it at one of the like high energy, you know, spots where you're sitting in that car while you are charging your vehicle that emf exposure to me must be crazy that doesn't appeal to me i think i'd go with the hydrogen car and take my chances
0: now let's get down to the real reason why it's not Mm -hmm. the emf it's not that you can't even keep your cell phone charged during the day (laughs) well that too the chance (laughs) of you getting on the phone going Vinny, my car's dead. (laughs) And you're out in the middle of some parkway someplace. Well, that too. Is probably high.
1: I think I'm going to get a hydrogen car. You may only know me for like another year, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think it's cool. Wasn't the Hindenburg filled with hydrogen? (laughs) Come on. I'm asking a question. I don't know. Think it was
1: you were the one that reminded me of the Pintos. Remember when the Pintos blew
0: up? Oh yeah, you got hit in yeah. the rear. Pintos in the Vegas—they got the, those things were, <laughs> you know, lighting up. But I don't know. But
1: think about it, people. Hydrogen cars—I'm I'm in. I think I'm in. I'm sold.
0: Yeah, but then they're just going to make hydrogen more expensive,
1: and then we're going to have massive amounts of water byproduct, which will just increase water in the mold. atmosphere.
0: It's just mold. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we're going to be like. What's that Dagaba when in Star Wars when the planet's like a swamp?
0: <laughs> Are you think it's like a water world or something? Yeah, either, it or? is.
1: It's like I think it's called Dagaba. It's like a planet where it's just completely swampy. I think that's going to be us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, the Hindenburg was originally designed to be filled with helium, but because of U.S. export restrictions on helium to Germany, it was instead filled with hydrogen. And the official cause of the Hindenburg disaster was due to a discharge of atmospheric electricity near a gas leak on the ship's surface. i not wait, sure so, if I want that in my car. So
1: wait, what? There was a leak and then it ignited?
0: Yeah, it self-ignited because of static electricity.
1: Oh, so you can't use your cell phone and drive around in your hydrogen car.
0: It's like <laughs> a bad plan. Well, I'm not saying Damn. that at all, but that's, you know...
1: Like, don't take your sheets directly. or No, your clothes out directly out of the dryer and then pop in your car because there might be an issue. <laughs> Can you, could you imagine? They're like static cling.
0: Yeah, but here's the here's the problem I have. I I have no idea where I would even drive to to go fill up my hydrogen car.
1: You're You think to finding
0: an s- electrical charger is right?
1: You're gonna have to drive to San Francisco. <laughs> How far and, is that? Phew.
0: 14 hours, not 12 hours. (laughs) Yeah, no.
1: Hold on, Julie. I'm going out to get gas. I'll be back in 14
0: hours. Yeah, see, yeah, which of course you don't have enough range for that. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's awesome, but I'm going to put that, I'll be honest, I'll put the hydrogen car thing kind of when they used to be running the, uh, when you used to be able to get the flex fueled cars that would run on the alcohol on the (laughs) E85. It was interesting, but you could never find pumps for it where it was 85% ethanol and 15 percent fuel he's not talking me
1: out of it i'm still gonna i think i'm gonna go with one all right if i can get I'm a ready. pump i just need to get pumped nearby <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm good i'm good i don't need to that's just one more thing one more thing that i see being an issue and and uh
1: hey I looked I, i'll it just up. say
0: that you're contributing to mold everywhere by adding more uh more water.
1: I looked it up. Near the end of the Clone Wars, the Jedi Grand Master Yoda traveled to the planet Dagobah after hearing the voice of the deceased Jedi Master Kwan-Gon-Gene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we it go. Exists.
1: Dagobah is yep. it exists.
0: Absolutely. Well, coming up on Saturday, we've got a killer show ahead. If you're thinking about doing some Father's Day shopping, we have your ultimate buyer's guide in our number one.
1: Eric has some of the greatest solutions. So if you're like me, my dad's hard to get for, you got to check it out. We've got you covered. So get out there now. You've got some good stuff.
0: Even some, uh, even some uh, new age stuff for the garage.
1: (laughs) No, it's not hippie garage. I
0: know. And I was just kidding. But, and then hour number two, we're going to be talking about drains and, uh, you know, designing that cool shower drain if you're doing a shower or even using it on your outside deck or driveway. So those cool linear drains will be talking to uh infinity drain. That's gonna be a fun one as well.
1: No, and you learn a lot. Like I didn't think you think, what's a drain? What do I need to know about a drain? But there is a lot to know. And there's a lot to know in your design. So I learned a lot on that show, actually help that with my bathroom.
0: that that is a fun one that is a fun one so you don't want to miss that coming up saturday on around the house and you can catch it on the radio or the podcast on any podcast player including the one you're listening to right now all right Caroline, should we call it a day i gotta get packed i'm gonna head to the beach lucky you exactly i'll take it i need the break do you need the break oh wait you've had a break all week
1: i'm planning a vacation though but there you go <laughs> i'll tell you about that in a different episode
0: All right. I'm Eric Chi. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around Around the the House. Let's be